0: Here's today's federal newscast, I'm Eric White. A union leader representing EPA employees says there won't be jobs in environmental protection if the agency's budget continues to be cut. John O'Grady, president of the American Federation of Government Employees, Council 238, says the 31% cut to funding will devastate the agency and trigger a recession in the environmental field. The Trump administration is proposing a $5.7 billion budget for EPA. The National Treasury Employees Union is urging the Trump administration not to get rid of the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program. The president's 2018 budget proposes eliminating it. It forgives remaining student loan balances for employees who work for a government or nonprofit organization, but the administration says the program unfairly favors some career choices over others. NTEU says eliminating it would prevent agencies from recruiting top talent. More than 1,100 airmen have been kicked out of the Air Force in the past two years as part of its 2014 force reduction. Despite that, though, the branch has been trying to increase its end strength in the last year and a half. The Air Force hopes to continue growing to 321,000 in 2018. A key element of the Army's network modernization strategy is coming under scrutiny from Congress and from the Army itself. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has details. General Mark Milley, the
1: Army Chief of Staff, says he's ordered a review with results expected within the next six weeks of the WIN-T system. The $6 billion family of tactical communication systems has been in the works for a decade, but Milley told Congress last week that he has several concerns, including that it may be too fragile to work in real-world combat. Senator John McCain says the Senate Armed Services Committee has already received information indicating the system is a failure, or as he put it last week, a debacle. Jared Serbu, Federal
0: News Radio. The Trump administration continues its push to reduce regulations, this time in the Energy Department. DOE wants the public's input on which of the agency's rules could be modified or repealed altogether. This is in accordance with President Trump's executive order on the matter. Comments are due by July 14th. New leadership appears on the way for an important part of the Securities and Exchange Commission. More now from Tom Temen in today's management report.
2: SEC Chairman Jay Clayton plans to hire a former law firm colleague as co-director of the enforcement division. The Wall Street Journal reports Stephen Pekin would join the acting enforcement director Stephanie Avakian. Pekin runs the criminal defense and investigations group at Sullivan and Cromwell. For eight years, he was Assistant U.S. Attorney in Manhattan heading a task force on Securities and Commodities. I'm Tom Temin.
0: Longtime Republican legislative aide Henry Kerner is President Trump's pick to run the Office of Special Counsel. Kerner formerly led investigations for the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee. He was also the Staff Director for Senator John McCain on the Senate Permanent Subcommittee on Investigations and Vice President of Cause of Action. Kerner would replace former Special Counsel Carolyn Lerner if confirmed. Lawmakers want to expand a popular approach to finding software vulnerabilities.
3: A bug bounty program may be coming to the Homeland Security Department. Four senators introduced the Hack Department of Homeland Security Act. The bill would establish a bug bounty program based on the Department of Defense's pilot. Senators Rob Portman and Maggie Hassan write legislation to offer money to white hat hackers that identify unique and undiscovered vulnerabilities in DHS's networks and data systems. DOD and several of the military services have held bug bounty programs over the last year and GSA initiated one in May. I'm Jason Miller.
0: And defense contractor Agility Public Warehousing comes to an agreement with the Justice Department. The firm was accused of overcharging the government for military food contracts between 2003 and 2010 in exchange for having its seven year to sus- lifted. Agility will pay $95 million to resolve civil fraud claims and forego $249 million it claims the U.S. still owes it. Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.